I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Laura, what do you got? Well, originally I wanted to talk about Vivian, but you know how that's going. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll keep. We'll just the talk world. about Vivian. Well, it has turned into a national investigation. I'm not even joking. Like it no, literally, it, crazy. It, it is a national story. Like uh, there are media. The New York Post has the story now. I know, but I'll bring it back to something a little bit more local. Okay. So, um. Your boy, Nick DePaula, had a story on ESPN about Vanessa Bryant and the Kobe estate and how they're not renewing their partnership with Nike. So allegedly, there's some frustration about how limited the Nike, uh, Nike has made the Kobe products out to be, so they're not renewing. Now, George, do you think you know who the estate is going to go with now? I don't. Um, I, that's a great question. Um, you know, I would imagine that there is a vision for what Kobe's products wanted to look like. I'm sure he had plenty of thoughts because uh, we know about his creativity, you know, as, as we saw, at, particularly after his playing career. So I would imagine there's plenty of mock-ups and plenty of, of designs that were never, you know, put out there by Nike that they would like to put out there, the estate would like to put out there. And I, I would imagine there will be plenty of suitors for something like this. Was your question, Laura, where the estate will turn? In other words, if you're leaving Nike, where are you going? Is that the question? Yes. See, if this you is had interesting. To guess. Yeah, yeah it's interesting to me because I wonder if what Vanessa Bryant is thinking is I don't like the control that Nike has. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, I want to take it back from you. And whether or not I want to move it to another apparel brand or shoe manufacturer or whatever, I may just want to own it, have it, and it's, it's off to the side. Like, I don't know if immediately you wind up doing a deal with Adidas or some other brand where, like, all of a sudden they've got the new Kobe's. I don't, that doesn't sound right to me, you know? Um, if Nike put out a Kobe product, they'd be like, okay, yeah, right, Nike, Kobe, got it. If all of a sudden there was another brand that just did a deal with the estate, I don't know how I'd feel about new brand and, you know, fallen uh, tragic superstar, you know? Yeah, but it's hard because people want those shoes and we can't get those shoes. Well, and and I would say this, Kaplan, is that, you know, and again, I understand that, you know, the Kobe estate um, and the people, the business partners that the estate has are far more well-equipped to handle something like that on their own if that's the route they chose to. But we've seen that that's not easy, okay, to to make that happen. So it it is definitely better to – I mean, I'm just thinking practicality here, right? Mm-hmm. It's always easier to – uh, partner with someone who will allow you to be able to employ your own vision, right? For example, Adidas and Kanye West, right? And the Yeezy products. So I, I think that something like that makes more sense. I'm not saying it has to be Adidas, but what I'm saying is there, there, you know, there needs to be more of a partnership, right? But to go out on your own and do it, that's a real challenge. I think that it, the whole key to this story, though, is that – Everybody wants control of their brand 
and their content more so than ever before, which is why, you know, George, I've heard you say on the radio a bunch of times, they don't need us, meaning that the athletes or the teams, they don't yes. need media the way they used to because they, in many cases, control their own message yes. utilizing social platforms. So to me, when I read about this story about Vanessa Bryant, I thought, I wonder what's going on here. The story about how they're not releasing enough shoes, they're doing it at their own you know, leisure, they're not working together. I understand, um, but I, I think the bigger issue is everybody wants to control their brand and content. And in this case, you've got Nike controlling Kobe's brand. Right. No, I, I get that part of it. All right. That's what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Um, all right. So let's do the Lakers thing here real quick. And then let's get back to the catfishing stories because we've got plenty of those on hold. And if you don't know what the hell we're talking about, long story short, there was an alleged person named Vivian Flores who was a prominent fixture on social media, on Twitter specifically, in the Lakers Twitter sphere. And she was allegedly dating someone in Lakers Twitter, who had not seen her physically or even on a FaceTime, okay? Didn't know anyone that knew her, like personally, that had actually seen her. And this all got hashed out on a Twitter Spaces yesterday, and I know we have the audio for that here, and we'll play that in a second, by a group called Elite Media Group. One of the guys who's a part of that, Trevor, just called last hour. He was on with us, uh, you know, about 15 minutes ago and kind of explained what was going down. There was like 4,000 people almost in this Twitter spaces, including Kevin Durant, who you'll hear from in a second, when he's trying to ask this guy Kings, who allegedly was dating this young lady, or this person that was pretending to be a young lady, um, if he had ever been in actual contact with her. And here's how all that went down. They were texting, and he wanted to FaceTime. The dog was like, yeah, I can't get on FaceTime with you because um, I'm scarred. I'm scarred like that so suppose told kings that he doesn't want to get on there and then uh he doesn't accept them put it together so big king got catfish for how long by another guy you can't let that happen to you champ nobody knows who this is bro no man you need to find out you need to find out Oh, my God. So that's Kevin Durant on there, as you can hear, uh, on Twitter spaces with this group yesterday. And this was all the rage. And it has become a national story. Like this catfish story, very similar to like the Manti Teo situation. Um, You know, granted, the person that she was dating wasn't a super duper college superstar. Yeah. Like in the Manti Teo case. National championship playing for Notre Dame. Right, right, right. But it is a a similar story this but the difference was this particular person this vivian flores or whoever this person was pretending to be vivian flores this vivian flores character was a blogger a podcaster like was a media like a a social media's media personality that people flocked to and engaged with and we're getting all sorts of people tweeting us that they engaged with her telling her to keep her head up when she had an alleged cancer battle okay like this is the stuff that was made up about her and like we're getting a tweet here that says uh from at la local one it says you've got to get uh someone on to tell you about all the things vivian in uh quotations uh, has posted about her life in the past year plus, that she has a master's degree, that she had a relationship with that King's gentleman that we were just listening to with Kevin Durant, that she had cancer. He's, uh, 
LA Local One says, whoever's behind it, put in some work, including photos of her playing youth and high school sports. So, yeah, they were using these photos of this person. Where is this person, by the way, whose photos were being used? Like, this is insane. So people are also assuming that her alleged podcast co-host, I'm using air quotes there, uh, was also behind this catfishing. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. All right, so before we get to the calls, let's do two minutes of Laker talk because it doesn't deserve much more than that, Kaplan. That thing was a mess from the start. They got their asses handed to them. They got blown out. That's one of those that if I'm Frank Vogel, I'm not even making them watch the film. Right, that's one of those games where you're like, okay, moving on, because here's what happened. And we talked about this yesterday. The day before, or actually it was a couple days before, Saturday when they beat Utah in overtime, we talked about how important it is to win every chance you get to just kind of hold on. Because remember, we're like 7-8, and eight, I say we. I mean, the Lakers are like 7-8 and eight right now without uh, AD and LeBron. And I want to say 14-15 and 15 without AD so far this season. So hanging on to 500 and playing just that kind of 500 ball has been really important. Because again, remember, we projected out 15 games when LeBron got hurt and went, Dude, they could be two and thirteen. They 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 could easily be three and twelve. You know, right? We thought, yeah, it would be really really bad. Right. It could so, be catastrophic. So, yes. so to win the game that they won on Saturday, then to have Utah get Gobert back into the lineup and perform like he did last night, and get blown out to the point where in the fourth quarter, I'm sure Frank Vogel was sitting on his phone following what was going on on Twitter with Vivian looking for Vivian. Yeah, because, he probably you know, was more interested right. in Vivian than that damn game. Yeah. I wouldn't blame him. Right, because it was boring. Right, they were getting destroyed. All right, let's go to the phones. People are calling us, telling us their catfish stories. People are telling us what they know about Vivian. Hashtag Vivian Gate. And uh, people are calling in with their crazy diets. Chris in Chino. What's up, Chris? Hey, so, yeah, so my catfish story was probably about a few years ago, about 10, 12 years ago. I was on this app, met this girl. I'm out here from Ontario. And uh, met this girl. I had her photo. It was all good. Really cool, talking for a few days, um, and I finally wanted to link up with her, and then she kind of blew me off, and then finally I was like, hey, you know, let's just link up. We met at the mills, and she kept calling me that day, saying like, hey, are you sure you're going to link up with me today? I'm like, yeah, like, what's the, what's the problem? Like, I'm not going to stick you up. Like, I told you I was going to be there. So uh, I'm on my way. Sure enough, she calls me again. Hey, are you sure you're coming? I'm like, yeah. So I'm kind of getting a little weirded out and then I finally uh pull up and she's like hey I just want to tell you you know like uh, I am a big girl and da, 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 da. And I'm like yeah you know I saw your picture you know, it's cool like I'm good with that like but when I saw her in person not only was she a big girl but she was like two feet shorter two foot shorter than what she said she was and she was a pretty big girl and she was not the age she says she was. I was like maybe 20. Well, not the like age. 17. Like, what are we talking about there? Because that's way scarier. I mean, did she tell you she was 21 yeah, and she I, was 65? Yeah, I came up and – no, like, I came up and she told me she was my age. I was at, like, around 19 on around, around the time. I came up and her friends were, like, young girls. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, this is weird. And then – so we end up going in and go see a movie and I'm talking to her and she ends up telling me while we're watching the movie, like, yeah, I'm really, like, 17. And I'm like, what the heck? And I was like, oh, no. So I had my buddy text my buddy. I said, dude, you need to call me. I need you to call me like if you're dying and tell me that you got in a horrible accident because I got to get out of here. He's like, what's going on? I'll tell you later. He calls me. 
blows up my phone. I pretend like he's dying. And I was like, I got to go. My best friend is down the street in a car accident. I got to get out of here. I left her in the movie theater and I just left. I, and I paid for the movies and everything and I just booked it. Yeah, was, I don't blame I, you though, bro. I, I don't blame the seventeen year old. Forget about what she looked like. Seventeen, you gotta run. Even if you're, even if you are nineteen, just get out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was out, man. And then she called me. She hit me up a few times after that, and I still didn't even answer. Like answer, and she, I, I don't know if she didn't get the hint or what. I'm not so sure this qualifies as catfishing. I'm no expert, just to be clear. But um, when a person actually physically does show. I don't know that it's catfishing at that point, you know? I mean, when we don't know if the person's a real person, has cancer, has disappeared, uh, is a dude, is a chick, we don't know what this per- – that's catfishing, I think. I'm not sure this qualifies as catfishing, I got to tell you. L- hold on, let, let's, ju- let's judge here. Laura, catfishing or no catfish? Hell yeah, it's catfishing. Yes. Uh, Greg? Why? Yeah, that is 100% catfishing. Yeah, Cap, you're not the expert on this. For <laughs> really? But why? She's a real person. She showed up. What's but she lied. Yeah, no, bro, but she's not the person she said she was. She lied. That's part of catfishing, too. It doesn't have to be like, uh, you know, uh, Lanai Kukua or whatever the name was for the girl from Manti Teo. I think that was what their very name was. Good pull. Very good yeah. pull. Very good job. Yeah. Thank you. All right. All right. There you go. I guess I Appreciate got Appreciate you, buddy. Thanks, Chris and Chino. Let's go to Edward at Porter Ranch. Edward. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Uh, that's not catfishing. That's just lying. I can't believe you guys haven't mentioned this with Chris Anderson. I forgot what news magazine it was, but it was a couple years back. That was my first. Oh, Birdman. Yeah, and they, I Bird do know Man. the story. Yeah, he got. Yeah, he that got, guy, he was almost arrested. Right, but he it turns out it actually wasn't. Part, yeah. So I know the story. It turns out it wasn't even him. It was someone in, who was like one of his boys who was staying in his house. And right. They no, had no, to no, do- no, 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 no. No, look. Yeah, no, look it up. No, no, no. In the end, it, it was like a great hour episode. I think it was 2020. I forgot what news magazine. It, it turned out to be this young girl up in the middle of Alaska or Canada in some small town. What she was doing was emailing or contacting Birdman, pretending she was this girl that liked him. But then she did the same thing to this other girl, pretending it was Birdman. Then she hooked him up. They got together, if I can remember, and she was underage. And they met up. They met up at a motel. Look, look it up. It, it almost ruined his career. No, it was, right. Like, it, what, but nothing ever came from it because I know the FBI got involved. Right, exactly. But yeah. I'm saying that's catfishing. This person was pretending to be someone else, contacted Birdman. She did the same thing with this other young girl, pretending it was Birdman. Then the whole time got them together, but in the end it was some young girl in the middle of nowhere in Alaska. Yeah, look it up. I mean, that was like, what? Yeah, well, no, I, I, I remember the story, but I, I remember they, they the FBI came in and took his computers to make sure that they were, oh, yeah. you know, like, that his yeah. story corroborated. Yeah, I know the story because I was covering his, the, the heat when he joined them. So I, I know exactly. that they, they tried to sign him they were gonna. They want. They were gonna sign him, but they obviously they weren't gonna sign him if all this stuff didn't clear. So they told his agent, "Bro, we ain't touching you unless all this stuff gets sorted out with the FBI." And then once it all got sorted out, then he was able. Uh, they were able to engage the agent on conversations, and he joined LeBron and those guys. What is wrong with people? Like seriously, what is wrong with everybody? What do you mean? What is wrong? What? Who is I mean, wrong with what? Well, I mean, whoever the person was that was that was trying that to dupe story, him, right. is what you're saying. Right, like, what's wrong with you? Like, what, what is going on with your life? 
that you are like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get this girl to think that it's this guy, and I'm going to get this guy to think that it's this girl, and then I'm going to put the two of them together, and she's underage, and he's an NBA player. Like, Yeah, people are like, crazy. I don't think you, you realize people? that. Yes, no, no, that, I do realize it. There's yeah. something wrong with people. All right, look, we got a guy on the phone who says that this Josh Toussaint guy is lying about Vivian. He's got. Is he still on the line, that guy? Yep, sure is. All right, that guy, Rick. Well, I'm talking to Rick next, and then uh, Elman also got a crazy diet story. If you got a catfish story, hit us up, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. If you got a crazy diet story, hit us up, same number. Also, coming up next, Greg's Raiders absolutely, completely missed the mark here. We'll get to that next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, so down to LZ and Cap today. No LZ today. Just me and Cap, Lauren, Greg. And uh, we've been talking about Vivian Gate today. The catfishing stories. People have been calling in with their catfishing stories. People have been calling in. Uh, we got into some crazy diet stories here. But real quick, uh, obviously today, the reason LZ is not here today is because, as you all know, or most of you know, he works for ABC News as well, and today was the Derek Chauvin uh, trial conclusion, and the jury uh, determined that he was guilty uh, of all three charges in the murder of George Floyd. So justice was served, and you know we told you we'd give you updates throughout the show on people in the sports world or in the sports community, you know, discussing this particular topic, and today. The Raiders, <sighs> Greg, I, I, I don't even know what to say uh, about your team. 49 good. minutes ago, they tweeted out a, um, like a, a picture, I guess, or what, a caption, right, uh, that says, I can breathe with today's date 420-21. Now, look, I know what they're going for there, but that's not it, bro. Like, that's, that's not it. I have, look, I have seen some really, like, silly team tweets over the years, right, where you're just like, bro, really? This is not the way to do this, um, no matter what the intent was. And this tweet has what the kids call ratioed. <laughs> um, it has 11,000 responses and, like, I want to see how many, 29,000 quote tweets. And basically it's everyone going, bro, what the bleep are you doing? Greg, this is your squad. Like, like, how is this still up almost an hour later? It's not only that it's still up, it's pinned. They pinned it to the top of their site. So they really need to take this down. It's, it's, it's just wrong. 30, it's, it's up death. to 30, yes, yeah, 30,000 tweets, quote tweets now. It's going up. It's not stopping. Like, get, a, get it off. How do you cancel an NFL team, you know, and who gets fired in all of this? Because somebody's Oh, the get, easy way there is the social media yeah, person. Somebody's getting fired. fired on this thing. I mean, people yeah. have gotten fired in the last, call it 15, 16 months. If you've said something that has been taken that you thought was one thing and somebody else thought was another, 
you were getting fired and you were getting canceled. Um, this is an NFL team. I'm actually shocked that the, the league themselves didn't call and say, listen, um, you don't want to do this, okay? We, even if you think what you're doing is creative and smart and makes a statement and it's positive, you should stay away from this. If you're the Raiders, if you're an NFL team, I know a lot well, of people. Well, no, you can, you can put out, out a statement. Right, right. A lot of teams, Pe- teams have put out, out statements. Right. but and, and they've said things in statements. They haven't said three words where you're playing off of a right. phrase that people right. know. Right. Um, so, listen, it's, it's, uh, it's not just the Raiders who don't look good here. It's the league right You're now. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. The NFL also looks like they're tone deaf because one of their 32 businesses, right, um, has put out something, to your point, a play on words. Like, that's not it, dude. Like, it, mm, it just – it feels just like, bro, like – like that stuff. I mean, like, how how do you not plan on if you're going to do something, right? If you're going to put out a, some sort of statement, you don't like have like a meeting about that. Like, hey, this is what we're going to do in this situation. This is what we're going to do if this is the outcome. You know what I mean? Like, right. I would imagine that those things had to have been discussed. Right. I would think that most teams who are putting out statements about what happened in America today um, are probably prepared well in advance. Like, if it goes this way, this is our statement. If it goes the other way, the wrong way, then maybe we won't say anything or maybe this will be our statement. But to, to put this out, it, and, and by the way, if this was thought out, if somebody said, hey, okay, hey, if this happens, if there's a guilty right. verdict, Here's what we're going to say. Right. If, if that was your concept, it, I, I can tell you, sometimes people try to be funny and it's not well received and people right. lose their jobs over that. Um, this one hasn't been so well received and somebody's going to lose their job over it. Yeah, I don't think it was them trying to be funny. I thought they were just, they, they were trying to be clever, maybe? Well, not like them I, try to be funny. What I'm saying is this sometimes no, 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 people no, 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 say no, no, things. No, 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 I know, I know, I know. I know what you're saying. I just want to clear that up just so people, if anyone's listening, that understands that. They're trying to, I feel like they're trying to be, like, clever, you know, is probably the best way to describe it, and it's not. It's not at all. Well, not. it's the kind of phrase that you should just honestly, as a, as a, as an influencer, as an organization, as a league, as somebody with a public profile and lots of followers, this is the kind of stuff you should stay away from. You know, yes. on a day like today, I got to say something really quick because I sat on the edge of my well, seat. Well, I don't today. think you, no, 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 I disagree with that. I don't think you should stay away from it. Well, no, no, I, I, think, when I, I think when it's not when it's not done with taste. Gotcha. Okay, now I'm with you. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. sat on the edge of my seat today waiting for this verdict, like honestly, like it was the OJ trial 30 years ago. Um, like waiting to find out what is going to happen here. And so justice was served, to your point, but to post um, messages that are this controversial is just dumb. Nobody should want to do that. Yeah, just really tone deaf by the Raiders. All right, coming up next on a much lighter note, uh, today could be a national holiday. One American icon believes it should be the case. So we'll switch gears. We'll continue taking your catfish stories. We are digging deeper into this hashtag Vivian Gate, this Laker fan who uh, has taken the the entire country by storm here. Uh, it's being posted all over the place. Every outlet is like picking up this story. And we have a lot of people chiming in with either their own catfish stories uh, or 
uh, their own intel on this Vivian person. So 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We're back in four minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I mean, there was definitely blaming of Laura in that cut that I heard. I don't know about you, Kevin. Seems to be a lot of that that goes around. That wasn't blame. What are you talking about? I was was just trying to say that I tested with Laura. It was just the with Laura part. But why? Mm. You could have just said I tested earlier. Who else was was I testing with? I was testing with anyone. It could be Briones. It could be somebody else in here. But no, Mm -hmm. you had to throw the Laura part in there. If I would have said with Jorge before, would it would have been, I've been in trouble for that too. Oh, blaming Jorge. Nobody cares. But it's only worse because it's Laura. Right. That's that's how that goes. Big trouble, my friend. Sounds like you're going HR. Yeah. I mean, it's one of these things where you've got to find yourself, uh, you know, you got to... You can only be culpable for your own crappy sound. Now, today you're in studio, as Chris mentioned, and, you know, you sound great. Yeah, I'm going to be in studio basically every day because of how bad my audio is at home. So I'm going to and I'm also (laughs) double shotted. So I'll be here. Sorry, Laura. You got to deal with me. Yes. Someone get him a mic. (laughs) Not fully vaccinated. I'm double shotted. (laughs) What else do you call it? I think fully vaccinated. Fully vaccinated is probably the way to go. I like double shotted. I I mean, double shotted is fine, too. I mean, if that's how you want to roll with that. Today's Um, 420, not double shots, you know, double whatever. Today is 420, and Willie Nelson wants to make it a holiday, as uh, Greg mentioned earlier when we did overrated, underrated, properly rated. And uh, he wants it to go through his birthday, which is the 29th. So he wants to call it the, quote, high holy days. And Kaplan, you jokingly took exception to it because you feel like your fr- your your folks in the Jewish community, you know, shouldn't have that stolen from them. It's ours, man. The high holidays, the high holy days, the days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, those belong to us. Willie Nelson, yeah. you can't have those. You can't just you just can't rebrand that. You just can't rebrand it because you love weed and you think that it should go from 420 to your birthday. And by the way. How old do you think Willie Nelson is right now? Because this probably would have been a good idea to come up with in, He's got to be like 87 or 88, yeah, I would like, imagine. Like, like, how about, hey, Willie, how about in like the 70s or 80s you throw this concept out there? Well, you know I mean, first of all, I mean, look, dude, we're just getting like, like most states uh, either legalizing medical marijuana or, re- or you know, they ha- there's still only like, what, 10 or 12 that do it recreationally? Like, <laughs> in the 70s, you had no chance of making right, this but happen. but that's when 420 – was an underground sort of thing. Like when I was in college, okay, this is in the late 80s, early 90s. Right. On 420, I remember the first time somebody said, yo, dude, it's 420. We're going to go out on the lawn and we're going to all get high. And I was like, what's, what's, what does 420 mean? Like it took time for somebody to explain it to me, what it meant back then, right? But then it was like an underground kind of thing. Like this is the one day of the year. Everybody's going to go out and they're going to do whatever they want. And the cops aren't going to get us. It's going to be fine. Now 420, I mean, listen, there's, there's so many dispensaries around. If you ever walk into one, you're like, how did this happen? Because I used to beep a dude who'd meet me behind a restaurant and give me a bag filled oh, with seeds and stems. Beepers. Now, I don't even know what to do. Yeah. 
Beepers. Man. Right? You remember beepers, dude? Yeah. Yeah. Lots of stems back then. Right. Um, when you had but, a beeper, you had a bag that had stems and seeds in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's an excellent point. Um, so we've been talking a lot about this Vivian Gate. For those that don't know, long story short, um, on social media, there was this person posing to be a young lady named Vivian Flores. It has become a national story. She apparently catfished multiple dudes, uh, including one particular guy that was on a uh, – uh, Twitter Spaces chat. Twitter Spaces is basically like, like a place where people can congregate with their voices. You right? use it? You use it at all? I have not used it yet, but How I may. How about Clubhouse? How about Clubhouse? I haven't Clubhouse? used any of those things okay, yet. Okay, do you know that Clubhouse, and you'll love this because I know you like to follow Bitcoin in the stock market. Clubhouse recently had a, a valuation of, you ready for this, George? Sure. $4 billion. This, right. is, this is an app that I promise you, two months ago, no one ever heard of. And they did a great job of marketing it. And today, with all their users worldwide, it's worth $4 billion. And you know what Twitter did? They're like, we can do that. We can do the exact same thing. So now they got the exact same product on Twitter. Right. Already where you're already congregating for stuff. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Laura, let me hear the sound. So long story short, this one guy named Kings was allegedly dating her. But the problem was every time he tried to FaceTime with her, she said she couldn't FaceTime him. And that's where Kevin Durant somehow popped up into this conversation with almost 4,000 people last night in the middle of the night and was like telling him, nah, bro, nah, bro, you can't, you can't go that long and not have FaceTimed her and not have anyone that doesn't even know her. Uh, you can't be dating someone that you don't know, you've never seen, you've never met, and no one you know has ever actually met. Uh, so let me hear that real quick. They were texting and he wanted to FaceTime. The dog was like, yeah, I can't get on FaceTime with you because um, I'm scarred or like that. So the post told Kangs that he doesn't want to get on there and then uh, he doesn't accept them. Put it together. So Big King got catfished for how long? By another guy? For you can't let that happen to you, champ. Nobody knows who this is, bro. No, man. It's a dude, man. Uh, Look, you need to find out. No. You need to find out. So that was Kevin Durant. All right, so let's go to the phones. Uh, Rick is in Houston, and he believes this Josh person who this Vivian Flores allegedly was doing a podcast with is lying about all this stuff and that he's the culprit and he's the guy everyone – and by the way, everyone on social media in this Lakers Twitter sphere believes that to be the case for the most part as well. So go ahead, Rick. Yo, uh, I um, – to the point, Vivian today, before her, her page got deleted, she posted a two-second video of her holding up a paper with her name. The thing was, her handle was Vivian with the A, and on the paper, it was Vivian with the E. So everybody caught, caught that. They called her out. She deleted the video. She deleted her page. Then if you go to Josh's page, you see a, a tweet that he put. He says, thanks to my friend. I think his name is Wero, um, for having my back. And if you see the way that his friend spells Vivian, it's Vivian with the E. So everybody is saying that it's his friend who's doing this, and they're all in this together. Wow, that's just crazy, bro. Man, Rick, this yeah. is this is insane to me. I had time like this. And now, how 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 deep were you into this rabbit hole when this thing was going down? Man, I was. It was it was three a.m. my time here in Houston. I was and I had to be up next morning at six a.m. to go to work, and I couldn't go to sleep because I was like into it so deep. It was, it was crazy. He, so, also, 
he said like he was giving updates on his Twitter page about the whereabouts. She he said that Jogger saw her at a park driving her Bentley. Now the picture that he posted was not a Bentley and his excuse was, Oh, I'm sorry guys, I'm not a car guy. Oh, so, oh you know what a Bentley looks like. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Like, yeah, everybody knows what a Bentley looks like. Right. So he he basically fumbled and he got caught. Right. All right. She's driving a Kia, and he's like, yeah. oh, sorry, uh, she's driving a Bentley, you know? Thank you, Rick. Appreciate you, man. Thanks All for that right. call from Houston. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick Laker fan listening in Houston on the stream on ESPN Los Angeles on the ESPN app. Uh, all right, so before we get to Javier, Golden Knight GFX uh, in Downey, uh, who's been giving us the details on all this stuff, let me grab – this man's been on, on hold for a long time, Elman and Irvine. Uh, he wants to tell us about his crazy diet because we were talking about our guy Chris, who's on a crazy bacon diet. I mean, don't I don't even know what that means, but whatever. It means two pounds uh, of bacon a day, the fattest bacon you can find. That's what it means. Right. So Elman is on a crazy. You did a crazy soup diet. Yo, Hello? Elman. There he is. Yo, I man, Irvine, what's up? I mean, I know Hello? I can hear him, George. Sir, you're on the air. Or you're He's not gone. We, we're trying out some. I'm going to be honest with you right here, okay? okay so we're ahead. trying out some new things back here where I'm pressing. Oh, now Javier's gone too. But we're trying out some new things with this phone, and I what was the one. What did you do, Greg? I was the one that was supposed to guy. put them on the air, and I put the wrong line on the air, so I put them on hold. It was just a, it was a mess. That's great accountability right there. Nice job out of you, Greg Bergman. Way to be a leader. Way to take to- it. To- to- totally on me. I messed well, that up. Well, I'm glad it's totally on you. You sure it's not we were- Laura's fault? No. no, yeah, thank no, God. It is my fault. fault. Okay. Cap. Okay. Thank you for owning up to that. I was yeah. waiting for him to be like, Laura <laughs> dropped him. <laughs> I mean, dude, all right. This poor man. How long was that dude on hold from Irvine? He was on hold for like 35 minutes. No way. It had to be longer than that. Maybe 40. I would say like an hour almost that and dude was on hold. Yeah. And you hung up he on him because you Greg. picked up the wrong line. Yeah, blame me. That's fine. And Javier, and our guy, Javier, he's back. From Gold, Gold Knight GFX, is he back? Yeah, he's back. He's online. All right, running. let me grab Javier. Poor it, please, Elman. Hopefully I can't he calls do back. it. Yeah. Show him how to do can, it, Laura. Can you, Laura, you put him on. I, I put him on. Go ahead, Thank Javier. Thank you. All right, Javier. Javier and Downey. Go ahead. Golden Knight GFX. All right, fellas. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, sir. What do we got? What? Give me All the right. details here because you got you are knee deep in this Vivian Gate thing. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's crazy, bro. I mean, I was up to like 3 a.m. too, just like <laughs> listening to everything as it was going. I mean, all right. So basically, I mean, this Vivian girl, she got like, what, 15K followers. She only followed, she followed under 1,000, right? And I was one of them. So I was pretty cool with her. You know, everybody had interactions with her. She always supported with everything we did. And I thought she was really cool. But uh, as I mentioned, so I'm a graphic designer. I used to be a photographer, so I do all sorts of editing. When I look at her pictures, uh, there was always some sort of, I mean, different quality from face to the background, uh, different edge cuts, things like that that I always noticed. But I didn't want to bring it up because she said she was going through cancer. So, I mean, you don't want to bring it up to the timeline like, yo, you know, do you guys think she looks weird? Because they're going to be like, weird, how? You know, so, you know, I was trying my best to just keep everything, you know, as, as uh, I guess calm as possible, but sometimes it got a little too weird. And yesterday, just the whole roof blew off on Lakers Twitter. I mean, it was insane. And this whole thing, I mean, with Josh is a little weird, bro. Like, he can't clarify things. She can't clarify things. 
You know, we're all just kind of like every time we push harder, they make a new excuse. Like it's just all too crazy, bro. Like nothing's making sense. Yeah, from the very beginning, like whoever did this, um, whoever came up with this story, whoever helped perpetuate it, the fact that it's turned into, without exaggeration, like national breaking news on a day where there's like real life breaking news, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I t- I'll tell you what, man, if she had a beeper, none of this would happen. But now, Dude, you know that's <laughs> true. Because you could beep her, and the next thing you know, she'd come down. Right? She got your bag, and it's 420 back in the old days, dog. Yeah, all she has to put is 24-7, and, she, you, know, she, you know, she's thinking of you 24-7. But so, nowadays, you know. So, so let me ask you this question before we move on here, and we got to run yeah. up against the break, and Javier, thank you for calling us. Um, so this Josh dude, so what, is, what was in it for him in theory, like to make this be in on this makeup, made-up person? Is that rhetorical? I, I asked him. Was he still there? I don't think so. Oh. What is in it for this guy? Yeah, what, so would, what, weird. what would be in it for this dude to create right. this person anyway? Right. You know? Like, like, are you that desperate? Listen, I don't know, George. Maybe the last year and a half you've been sitting home by yourself and you just needed some interaction. All right. And you're like, I need a woman, and then you make one up. Okay, Laura's got, a, got an idea. Like, she's got a hypothesis here, so we'll do that on the other side. Um, plus... It's time to have a real conversation about what the hell MVP actually means. And we're going to do that next. We're back in two minutes. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, we roll on. Sedano, LZ, and Cap, LZ off today. We got a bunch of people chiming in with their catfish stories today. Their crazy diet stories. All right, let's get to... What's his name, Greg? How do I say his name? Iman. Iman. Let's get my man. I'm sorry you were on hold for almost an hour, and Greg literally hung up on you before we went to you. So I I felt no. so bad that I'm even. I don't ever start a segment with a call, but because you were on hold for so damn long, and Greg screwed you up, I'm gonna bring you on right now. Tell me your story. I appreciate it. The good thing is, on a side note, Greg held himself accountable, so I yeah, think you guys he would did. appreciate right. that. Which is That's rare, right. a rare occurrence. Like a yes. head coach who says, "Hey, it's on me." Exactly. Um, so I had a crazy diet. Just to keep it short and sweet for you guys. Uh, I met the girl of my dreams. I knew she wasn't going to like me a little heavier set. So I tried pretty much everything I possibly could. Nothing was working. So then I stumbled upon the soup diet. Uh, so I, I started eating soup pretty much three to four times a day, depending on how productive I was. And I shed 55 pounds in 10 weeks. So wow. it works. It works for me. Wait, wait, Make wait. sure it's not a cream based soup is all I have to say. <laughs> so water based soup. Every day. All your meals were water-based soup? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it works. Now, what, what, hold on. I got questions. I have questions. What would you – would you put anything in the soup? Was there proteins in the yeah, soup? Chicken. Were there vegetables? No, absolutely. Vegetable-based or chicken, obviously you want to avoid, like, the red meat. I mean, the best thing that you can do is probably avoid as much oil and salt as possible. And if you needed a little bit of acidity, probably some lemon juice or anything like that. But you'll shed weight. It, it, it's, it's incredible. All right, so 55 pounds in 10 weeks because you didn't think that the girl would like you heavier, 
What happened 10 weeks later? Uh, I am happy to announce that we got engaged last month and we are going to be getting married hopefully next year. So oh, it worked. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and what about you now? Do you, do, you, do you eat solid food now or are you still a liquid soup man? Uh, no, I mean, luckily for me, I got her and I was able to put some of the weight back on. So oh, now uh, that yes, she likes you and she's going to marry you, now you can go back to being a, <laughs> right, a right. slob. I got no, you. not a slob, but, he, you know, you can put a little bit back. You know, I he doesn't understand. have to eat soup all day. Dude, I'm a slob. Believe me. Let me tell you something, man. I started a diet yesterday, and it was the first time I've dieted in five years. And I got on the scale, and, brother, if you can feel me on this, I got on the scale and I looked at the number and I went, how did that happen? And I figured out how it happened. Because I've stopped wearing clothes. I only wear sweatpants because I never leave my house. And the sweatpants have an elastic waistband. And because as I expand, as I get fatter, I don't even feel it. Because I don't have to button my pants, tuck in a shirt, wear a belt, nothing. That's how I got so fat during COVID. I could not agree with you anymore. All right, brother. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right, All right man. Take well. care. Enjoy that right. soup. So here's the deal. Let me... um. Let me, let me tell you about something that I, I kind of was, was thinking about earlier today. Go ahead. So, Steph Curry, okay, has gone – is, is it 11 straight games, Greg? 11? Yep. Okay. Passing Kobe. Right. Where, where he has gone just bonkers scoring right mm -hmm. now, okay? Mm -hmm. So, here's the deal, dude. I know that historically there has only been one player who is not a top three or four seed to win – the NBA MVP. There's only been one player in the last, I want to say almost 40 years, and that's Russell Westbrook, who did it as a six seed the year he averaged the triple-double. Mm -hmm. And look, people said, oh, it's an exception. You know, you know, haven't, no one had averaged the triple-double since Oscar Robertson, this, that, and the other. Okay, cool. Cool. I had no problems with that. What Steph Curry is doing is absolutely incredible. Okay? Mm -hmm. Steph Curry... By the way, not only is he putting up crazy scoring numbers and he's leading the league in scoring right now, but this team, okay, this Warriors team right now is the nine seed. They are 29 and 29. Outside of Steph Curry and Draymond, okay, and they're pretty terrible, okay? Like, Andrew Wiggins is a very up-and-down, volatile player. If he was a stock, he'd be a stock I call Fastly, which is, like, got all this hype, you know, was supposed to be a blue chip stock. It rose really high, and then it sinks, and then it rises, and it sinks, and it never stabilizes. And that's Andrew Wiggins, okay? And this Warriors team is terrible. If, the, if Steph Curry wasn't going for 31.5 points a game, every you know, on average, okay, this Warriors team would have like 10 or 12 wins. I'm not even joking about that at this point in the season. When they didn't have him last year, they won 15 or 16 games. So this team stinks, and he has them in the playoff picture, okay? He has them in the play-in game. If that is not the definition of MVP, I don't know what is, Cap. We need to stop doing this thing where we give the MVP, and it doesn't have to be a basketball conversation, where we just give it to the quote-unquote best player. Every year... There is a story to tell, right, in each individual season. And to me, considering all the injuries to LeBron and Embiid and all these guys, and look, I know there's people out there with Jokic that are like, yo, the Denver Nuggets are 17 games over 500, and Jokic has been balling. Yeah, I'm not saying Jokic 
shouldn't be considered the MVP either. I think he's absolutely in that conversation. But Steph Curry, even as a nine seed, has to be in that conversation. Yeah, so George, listen to this. These are the last nine games that Steph Curry scored uh, all these points. Listen to this. 49 last night against Philly, 47 the previous night against Boston, 33 against Cleveland, 42 against Oklahoma City, 53 against Denver. I don't need to read you the rest of the numbers. The, the other statistics that I'll throw at you is this. In the month of April, Steph is averaging 40.7 points per game. And, you know, shooting splits, 55, 50, and 91 over the last 10 games. So for everybody that's in, into statistics, I'm usually not. Um, I'm, I'm throwing out some numbers there. Uh, 50%, 50% from three-point range in his last 143 three-point shots. So listen, I know I got very numbery. You may not have followed all of that. It's okay. Suffice it to say, he is on such a tear. And when you talk about MVP, we talked about LeBron. We talked, you mentioned Embiid. We talked about Harden at certain points of the season. Guys have been injured. They missed a lot of time. The one thing about Steph Curry is he's legitimately by himself. As Magic Johnson said just the other day on Twitter, he's the number one, two, and three option for Golden State. He is right now, again, right now, he is by far and away, forget about wins, losses, He's the MVP, not only of their team, of the league as well. The guy is doing ridiculous things. Did you see that shot he had over the weekend where he, he goes up in the air and then he, he has like a Kareem uh, skyhook from three-point range that he somehow yeah. drained? The guy is yeah. just out of his mind right now. Yeah, he, he needs to be the MVP, the, in the MVP conversation. I don't think that that, that, that is getting enough play. Uh, all right, coming up next, we got what you need to know. Uh, we've got an insane story involving your Los Angeles Rams. We'll get to that in a second. 